welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I'm Emma. I'm Antonella, and we're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. So, what are we talking about today, Emma? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm literally so excited. Because this is like just one of my favorite people and one of my favorite albums. We're doing an album today, so one of our PCAs, mm-hmm. our pop culture aesthetics. Um, we're doing Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, which is just like overall one of the most iconic things of the 21st century and like the 21st century is like barely we're a, only, a only part of the way years. through yeah only 20 years into it and it's probably like one of the like top 10 best albums ever released yeah in the last 10 years 20 years 20 years 20 it's 2020 you're right <laughs> yeah no so we're doing a pca today and that's when we talk about a specific movie or album or Something else. We Something haven't really else. ventured. So far, it's yeah. only been movies and albums, yeah. but we just kind of break down, like, we talk about it, we talk about the aesthetics that surround it, and just, yeah, we get to talk about our favorite things, so. Uh, yeah, just, like, <laughs> movies that we like and albums that we like. Yeah. Kind of, like, we luck out in that part. Um, yeah, so. So, Antonella, how did you find out about this album? Like, did it play a role in your life mm-hmm. at any point? I'm always mad at myself that I didn't listen to and appreciate Amy Winehouse like while she was like alive during my lifetime because I think we were slightly younger at the time to be like listening to Amy Winehouse like I heard like rehab and like the like the hit singles but I didn't like listen to her until I was older and like found the album on my own yeah so I think like it was after like, probably, like, high school was when I started listening to her. I think that's, like, decent. Yeah. I mean, like, we were, some like, people don't even nine. discover her. So we were like, six when it came out, but... Yeah. So that was really we young, We were really actually. young when it came out, yeah. I just can't believe she was alive, like, during her lifetime. I know. Sometimes I forget that she literally was, like, alive when we yes. were alive. Like, it's so wild. It but not only like that, mind. like, her entire career took place in the span of, like the first 10 years of our lives yeah you know, which is like crazy no i um, know and 2011 like wasn't that long ago. i mean it technically is but to me it doesn't feel that long ago i mean it's nine years ago yeah which is a lot but yeah when i think of her it feels like a million years ago yeah and i think that's just in the terms of like pop music and like just pop culture in general feels so far away from yeah. 2011 like I feel like so much has happened I think it's since then something that's different for you too is that you didn't listen to her when yeah. she was alive yeah so it's like for you she is something of the past because she was never like in your present life exactly anyways so how have you how has this album influenced your life when did you listen to it so this album has like been with me pretty much my entire life which is like kind of crazy um I think it's, like, played a big role in, like, my perspective and identity and, like, just, like, the way I, like, see the world. When I was, like, a child and Amy Winehouse first became, like, a thing, my parents, like, were aware of her and, like, listened to her music. So when I was a kid, Back to Black was, like, playing in the background of my life, which is kind of crazy. And, like, I remember, because I always loved her music, like, whenever it came on, even though it was, like, I didn't understand what she was saying, I didn't, like... That didn't matter to me, because it, like, it really has, like, you know, it has that Motown, like, jazzy sound to it that really just, like, I think anybody can listen to and anybody can enjoy, because it Mm -hmm. just, like, 
I know, and it, it, it is it's emotional. Timeless. Even if you don't know what it, yeah, it is timeless. That's why everyone can yeah. enjoy it because it just kind of like transcends like every generation where mm-hmm. everybody can. And enjoy I think it. also even if you don't know what she's saying, like I, I didn't when I was a kid, like it's very emotional, and she's just good at conveying her emotion through the way she sings. I think that was really powerful to me as a kid. So like I no, I like kid you not, like I was like five years old and like I like knew these songs, wow. right? And by the time I was like nine in fourth grade, I knew all the words. Like I still know the words, every single word to rehab, oh okay? God. And like yes, I'm bragging about it because I feel like that's an awesome thing to know yeah. all the words to. But like I really like I don't know. When I was a kid, she was like one of the first artists that I like loved, other than the Beatles. Because I was like a huge Beatles fan as a kid, and she was like one of the first people. Maybe the first person that I, like, branched out to other than the Beatles mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Which was, like, I don't know. That's that was, a really good yeah first thing to branch yeah. out to. Like. Well, that and the Monkees, which is, like, the same thing as the Beatles. So, like, not that impressive. But, um, <laughs> I'm, I think when I was in sixth grade, was the year after she died, she became, like, that much more important to me. Which I don't like celebrating her death because I think she did so many amazing things yeah. like, before she died. And I mean, there's she so many did things, die tragically. Yeah. Um, but... It's, like, everything is kind of, like, focused on that yeah. now when you think well, about her career. And then people play her music and, like, celebrate her after she dies, too. So And that, like, brings her more into, like, the spotlight. Yeah. And more, like, able for someone to, like, discover her music. Kind of like when Michael Jackson died and then I, like, actually knew Michael Jackson's music. Um, Did they die the same year or am I... No, he died when we were... I think he died when we fifth were grade? in third grade. Oh. I think he died in 2008. Oh, right. She died in, when we were in fifth grade. Yeah, okay. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. When I was in seventh grade, I was thinking about doing one of her songs for talent show. It was ah. like she was always there for me. And then when I was in, I think also in seventh grade, I, like, discovered Frank, which is her first album. And, like, then it was just, like, all of her music was, like, important to me, you know? And it was also, like, I know she's from England, but, like, to me, there's always been, like, this connection to, like, New York and, like in her music in like the you her know sound is the sound, sound it's so to me it was always so new york so like yeah. it always connected like me jet, to like, like new, new york, york jazz yeah, exactly like, and most like all that motown R&B, like very like, american inspired yeah like, for sure does not yeah, yeah. come across I, I wouldn't know she was british until like she talks about yeah yeah that's like striking and then you're clear. like whoa well because she has such a when she sings she has an <clears throat> accent and it sounds very new york yeah. which like is funny because well, Adela's like that, too. She's yeah. a really, like, northern accent. Both of them. Yeah. Right? So, but then when they like, sing, they it sing, it's like sound... It's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, Amy sings with an accent, which I've always loved. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think part of that was, like, I grew up around people who all had accents, and so it was, like, kind of, like, really Homey. beautiful to hear someone sing with, like, such a thick accent. Like, it was, it was cool. I loved her. Okay. So, but we're focusing on Back to Black this week. Back, yeah, specifically Back to Black, which was her second album after 2006. Frank. Yeah, um, and there was it's a, kind yeah. of it's a, very much like a roller coaster of an album, and I love that. I love it for that. Like mm-hmm. it has its songs that are just like like Upbeat. addicted is just like popping, like going, yeah. like just singing. But then you have like Tears Dry on their own, which is just yeah. like this like having a breakdown. Like that's like the song, but it's great. You know, and it's so moving. Yeah, it's all, like, kind of tinged with, like, sadness. Yeah. It's a, it's a sad album, but the sound. Some, well, I, see, I disagree. I think okay. Addicted has, like, no sadness in it. Because okay. she's literally, like, I like just my pot. And it's, like, cool. Well, a lot of it is cool because it's just, like, it's not, like, wallowing in her addiction yeah. or anything. It's kind of, like, this is what yeah. it is. I also think me and Mr. Jones is not 
sad either because she's kind That's of true. like that one's not sad yeah that one's actually it's i read funny. it's about nas which is yeah funny. it is about nas well she says they're they, i guess they were friends but it's like slick rick gig yeah the slick rick gig is like reference yeah. to him but like his last name his not a stage name is jones yeah. So that's like literally. Yeah, that's, it's about Nas. He's well, the they, Mr. they were Jones. contemporaries too. Yeah. And she was a fan of his work, but I think they were, they knew each other too, which mm-hmm. is cool because like who well, doesn't I know Nas? Didn't they have like, he didn't have like a verse or something and like a remix? I don't know. I think Probably. like sometimes along the line they did that. I don't um, know too much about their relationship, but either way, that's not I do know <laughs> that like that is Nas. That Mr. Jones yeah. is Nas. Um, but anyways. But yeah, it was. It was her, it's her most famous, or her most critically acclaimed album. And it's what made her Amy Winehouse. You yeah. know, like, Frank is incredible, and I love Frank, but it didn't make her Amy Winehouse. It wasn't, like, like original to her. Yeah. Like, it obviously, like, no matter what, her singing voice is, like, unique, that's her own thing, but I think, like, the sounds of the songs weren't particularly, like... I don't know, I think they're original. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna disagree with that, okay. just because I think they're original, but I think they're just, they're actually so different from Back to Black. And it's just not what, when everyone thinks Amy Winehouse, like, that's not what they think of. Yeah, so like coin her sound that we know. Exactly. It's not, like, what made her Amy It was, like, a lot more, like, jazzy. Yeah. A lot more, yeah, like, jazz chords. And, like... I always thought of it as more, like, a little more, like, 90s, early 2000s, too, whereas Back to Black is kind of, like, universal. Like, timeless, like you said. Like, it doesn't really... Like, you don't have to necessarily be like, oh, that was made in 2006. For Frank, you can kind of be like, not oh, 2003. It aged so well. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Um, yeah, no, I, in an interview, she said that she wanted to make the album more accessible to people by mm-hmm. moving away from jazz. Because I guess to a lot of people, jazz is, is like, hard to relate to for some people. It's, it yeah. feels like a different like it's realm complex you know yeah. it's, it's a not lot for everyone yeah and it's not sometimes it's not easy listening or it feels like a repetition of the same thing which it kind of is but it also like the where like you said it's not as accessible because it's not always as easy to understand yeah and like back to black was a lot more like pop soul mm-hmm. like like 60s like 50s, 60s girl groups yeah, yeah. The Motowny soul kind of thing. And, like, even her style, like, reflected that change where she, like, really, yeah. like, went into, like, the retro yeah. look. Like, and something really cool, well, she uses, like, a different kind of instrumental setup with Back to Black, and she actually, like, had, I don't know if you know the Daft Kings, but she had the Daft Kings in studio mm-hmm. with her when she was recording, and, like, they went, they toured with her. The Daft Kings are, um, they were, like, Sharon Jones's band, who Sharon Jones is another really great, like, contemporary, um, like, soul R&B singer, jazz singer, like, she's really fantastic. She passed away a few years ago, unfortunately. Um, but, so Amy Winehouse recorded with the Daft Kings this album, and that's why it's, like, all these, like, live brass instruments, because it's, like, she used, like, this yeah. great band to, like, back yeah, her no, up. Yeah, no, you can definitely, like, tell... Which or just, is, like, reading yeah. about the process, like, sh- they really wanted to, like, get, like, the proper instrumentation for this album. Yeah. Like, it sounded like they really were detailed with all of that. And when you listen, like, it's perfect. Yeah. So it's, like, obviously they well, that's were. that's why it doesn't age, it ages so yeah. well is because, like, I feel like a lot of times when you listen back to, like, 
2000 like early 2000s music or 2010 mm. music it's like the beats are like kind of like stale or, or just like corny yeah it just sounds like doesn't sound good but if you use like all these live instruments that just is always gonna sound yeah, good it's gonna no be matter universal. what point like, blank period those brass dad drums yeah. like you know they're gonna sound classic they're just, yes. it's just classic which is what the album is it's so classic yes. i have like a couple like words that like i found that i thought were really interesting ways to like characterize the album okay, yes. um and then i want to talk about her look and then i want to talk about the track sure because then yeah. we can play the tracks okay, yeah, so, I don't wanna yeah. so something uh some context for the album too which i think is really important um is like some things that happened in her life around the time of back to black that made it very different yeah. from frank um so like she had always like had these kind of issues but there was a lot like at the time when she wrote this album she was drinking a lot she was like using drugs um, she lost a lot of weight, which you can actually, like, see it's, from, like, Frank to, like, back striking. to black. It's quite, it's quite striking. There's a lot of things that change, and we're gonna talk yeah. about the look, but, like, it's, like, defines the two different eras for her, and they were, like, it three feels, years apart, It feels you know? very different, like, just, yeah. like, literally, like, looks different. Mm-hmm. She had, um, I, like, do not, like, I know this guy because I've, like, read about her a million yeah, times. Yeah, I like, don't know if we should, like, I don't know, like, I feel weird, like, talking about him because he's just, like, this random dude, but he does, like... Well, it was, like, her role. her ex-husband who she dated, and then, like, at this time they were split up, and then later she married him. Yeah. But it was, like, he was trash. It, it was a toxic relationship, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. pretty much all the red flags were there. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. like, she was very vulnerable. Her vulnerable yeah, and, person. Yeah. Like, he took advantage of that. Yeah, And no. maybe there was, like, some, there's, like, there's more sides to it. But it's obviously a lot more complex. I mean, like, yeah. oh, yeah, they broke up, and then she was sad. Yeah. And they sure an album, but... But he, and some other boyfriends that she'd had were, like, It was a lot of, a lot of stuff, like, yeah. I know yeah. that, like, she cheated, like, he cheated, yeah. and she cheated, so it was, like... Well, he, he had, like, multiple relationships happening, which is, like, tricky. He just sounds like a trash Yeah, like, being. I mean, this is all rumors, though. That's the thing, is that, like, this is, like, what people, this is hearsay. You know, there's not, like, Amy wrote down and said, this is what happened to me. Yeah. Like, that didn't happen. But you can tell through her songs that it was, like, a yeah. not, it was, like, a traumatic experience for her, and, like, it's very emotional, and, like, she does a great job of, like, conveying that mm-hmm. in her music. You know, a lot of it is just, like, embracing kind of that dark period in yeah. her life, and just, you can tell it was, like, just written, like directly from those experiences and something else that um factored in which i thought was interesting because i didn't know was that like her grandmother passed away and her grandmother was like a stabilizer in her life and before that and then when she passed away like it had a big impact on her and like that makes a lot more sense because i always thought that it was like kind of a lot like i feel like that adds the relationship troubles like when that something like that happens to you like that affects your whole life yeah so it's like no it just seems like it was like one hit after the other yeah just combined with the fact that she was getting like really famous like it just seemed like a lot was just kind of coming at her at once to like culminate into this like very dark period period that she was experiencing but it made some really beautiful music which is like well that's the thing it's like you can't expect someone to, like, sing all these beautiful, like, sad songs and not them, like, be a sad, dark person. Yeah. It's, like... Not have them actually know those feelings. Well, it's, like, thinking about just, like, artists and, like, how artists work. Like, a lot of artists are just, you know, kind of crazy people or just, you know, they have a lot of... Eclectic. Eclectic things. So it's, you know, you have to expect, like, 
the person creating this kind of weird, interesting art is going to also be reflected. And they've had, like, experiences. Which is, like, you don't know what characterizes those experiences. And although I don't want to celebrate all the dark stuff in her life, like, I think it's important to understand that, to understand where she comes from and her music comes from. Yeah. And her art, like you're saying. Um, so I think that's interesting stuff. But now yes. let's talk about the look. Down because, look. like we said... It actually was a huge change from Frank to Back to Black, and, like, the iconic look that everyone thinks about when they see Amy Winehouse is, like, totally just Back to Black, and, like, people don't really think of before Back to Black Frank, because that wasn't, because she wasn't as big in the U.S. Mm-mm. especially, and it yeah. just, like, is not the the big hair, the eyeliner, and all of that that you think of. Yeah. No, she definitely, like, I don't know if she was intending on doing it, but she definitely created, like, a brand for herself. Yeah. Like, I mean, she doesn't seem like a type of person to be, like, concerned about, like, branding or anything. She's definitely just an authentic human, but... She found her style, though, which I think... But I think that works in that kind of... I don't know. I'm more interested in artists who have, like, a brand or have a look to them than artists Mm -hmm. who just, like, make really good music but don't have, like, a certain special quality about, like, their brand. Something that defines them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think brand is a little bit too, like artificial word yeah but but no but i get what you're saying like yeah. now we use it a lot more loosely the term brand as yeah. opposed to like it actually being like a yeah i'm not saying brand. like a yeah. record person's like you have to put your hair in a beehive yeah. style or no no <laughs> she definitely decided that yeah but the beehive is important she kept her hair more natural for back to black which is what's like iconic like it's very curly whereas like yeah. like messy curly yeah whereas I frank totally gets a lot vibe more with like that done. yeah because like, my hair is messy you. curly like just my natural state of my hair yeah. and the the but her beehives are so extreme and i love it yes. like she just like she doesn't crazy. she like goes all out yeah. with a beehive and it's they're kind of messy which is like as for the charm you know it's not a perfect beehive it's like a messy beehive mm-hmm. um the Bangles. Super tease. Um, and then it's also, I also found her hair, like, the hair that hangs down is a little dready, too, which is, a like... matted. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's part of the look, you yeah. know, the messiness. No, I like that she just embraced messy hair, because, yeah. man, I just, I vibe with that. Um, and her ginormous winged eyeliner, which oh, is, yeah. like, literally huge. Like, when you look at her in, like, music videos or just, like, photos of her, like, her eyeliner is huge. I don't even think I got as, like, close to as I huge could, as her. I I was, like, more? Like, don't you yeah, more? Yeah, like, it's not there like, yet. Because it's just yeah. so big. Just, like, very, like, pinup girl inspired, but also it still had, like, a modern... It, she wasn't totally, like, wearing, yeah. like, retro. And it was, like, kind of edgy, like, the way she was edgy, you know? Yeah, it felt like... Like, a very, like, 60s, like, doo-wop girl, but, like, 70s kind of punk, like, like grit yeah. to it. But also street, 90s, Yeah, too. but it just feels, like, street as in, like... I don't know, because you see a lot of people, a lot of people who do, like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Like, I'm thinking about, like, people on Long Island, where, like, wear a lot of makeup, and sometimes it, like, kind of looks funny, because you're like, that's so much makeup, but it's also their look, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's, like, what they think is a normal amount of makeup, mm-hmm. whereas to you it might be like, wow, that's a lot of makeup. So yeah. I just think that's, like, just, like, every day, I guess. Like, kind of like a normal person who might wear too much makeup, but it's, like, their look. So, yeah. it's, like, I don't know. It works. She also just... I noticed, like, in all of her live performances she wears, she's, like, a different... Like, a sundress, like, it, with a pattern on it of some mm. kind. Like, she keeps, like, pretty simple. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her in, like, a glamorous outfit no. whatsoever. Like, throughout her career, she's never really worn, like, high-end-looking yeah. pieces at all. Because her glamour, I feel like her glamour wasn't in, like, the expensiveness of the things she wore, but in, like, how she 
dressed herself. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like you're talking about the brand. Like, her glamour was, like, her consistency. Yeah. But not, like, her... Not, like, the expensiveness of the clothes. Yeah, no. I feel like there's something, like, clean about just, like, wearing the same kind of thing. Like, even if it was, like, kind of a messy look, but it's having that messy look as your look is... Yeah in itself like kind of which i'm not i don't dislike this person but i'm just using it as a comparison like billy eilish billy eilish like she has like a messy kind of look but like she wears like the hype beast clothing yeah. so it's like she wears expensive clothing well, yeah, and was, that's kind of part of it mm-hmm. too you know no, i was definitely like thinking of her when i think of like when i was talking about like singers with like brands like, yeah. she has like a look with the green hair and yeah. like the chains and the hype beast yeah outfit. and like the dyed roots but like the regular hair and it's like it's kind of messy except for it's it's like very put together mm-hmm. and, like, no it still has yeah. yeah it's very clean whereas amy winehouse is like the opposite no, i can tell like, like she was like wearing clothes like she just had in her closet yeah like, yeah, yeah like she wasn't going on gucci and like buying all the gucci she didn't stuff. have a stylist yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, she did her own. But I kind of loved that. She had yeah. someone do her hair, because I was, like, I saw in the videos, someone was, like, doing her hair. But, like, I wouldn't even be surprised if she did her own, like, eyeliner every day. Which is, like, so iconic. I love yeah. that, that she just, like, did it herself. No, it definitely, she's just, like, authentic through and through. Mm-hmm. Um. And I want to point out that it is distinctly different from Frank, because her style in Frank is a lot cleaner, is a lot more, like quintessential 2000s like early 2000s kind of like the hair is big but it's like the the one that came out of curlers and like her eyeliner was toned down yeah <laughs> i guess like comparatively and like her clothes were a little like neater it still kind of had like the trashy vibe but like trashy yeah. in the i think a, a style trashy way. a good trashy is yeah. like is a way to i think good trash i think we could just say good trashy, good trashy. I, I mean we mean like trashy and like that is the style, mm-hmm. you know? No, it's like, it's, like, there was a look, an yeah. intention with trashy, yeah. like, your brow hanging out, like, yeah. the really short skirt, like, you know, like, that was the look. But I, like, she keeps that, she keeps, like, the raw hanging out on the short skirt later on, but it's, like, different in Back to Black, because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not, it seems intentional, but in, like, a unintentional way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I just feel like her look in Back to Black is also more universal the same way the sound is more universal because it's like that's it was just very unique to her so like she could have existed in any period of time and like it still would have worked yeah whereas like so important about it frank like that was very much just in the the now like of that time yeah but i think that's what's so important is like yeah you're saying like universality of it Mm -hmm. is that a word yeah yeah universality of it is like is what just makes it like creates like longevity for an artist it's like when you have like a coined look and you have like a sound that's unique to you like yeah. that's something that will that the entire world can like yeah point out and be like oh that's like amy's look yeah. that's her sound yeah like and that's like really good for keeping like longevity yeah as an artist even if she's not alive anymore yeah. it's like her her presence yeah and if you here, see you someone know? wearing like a lot of eyeliner and their hair big like you're that's, like oh, amy that's like amy. you do the amy look that's her i think it's funny though because i thought it was cool to like find out when doing this that like a lot of it was just back to black and it wasn't frank too that there was right? like this like you could just it's just back to black it's not like amy winehouse altogether it's like just back to black i thought that yeah. was cool like well, it just made me realize, like, how, like, how much she was, she did in such a little time. Yeah. Like, Back to Black was just one album, but it, it was had like, so... 2006 to, like, 2009 was just, like, all Back to yeah. Black. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, yeah. what, like, what she's known for yeah. in such a little piece of time that's, like, now iconic. Mm-hmm. So. No, really. <laughs> it's crazy. And I also think it's crazy because, like, 
a lot of pop artists will do like an album like every year and like yeah whereas like she had one album and she made it like she kept like performing and like just like um promoting it for like three years like that's kind of crazy yeah like how often do artists <sighs> do that you know but she had the ability to because it was like so incredible mm-hmm. you yeah, know so it like cool. resonated with like everyone so so now let's talk about the tracks the tra- technical oh. difficulty number 9000 my dog has now arrived on set <laughs> cool okay so let's start with rehab because that's the yeah. first track so rehab is like everyone knows that one. Oh yeah, I before I even knew Amy Winehouse was, I knew yeah. that song. Everyone knows that song. <laughs> um, and I think something that does bug me about society is that it's like a joke. Yeah, a lot of for a lot of people, it's like oh ha ha, they tried to make me go to rehab, but it's like I think for her it almost is too. Well, she's like making fun of it yeah. in a way where it's like she's being like very direct about it. Yeah. She's not trying. She's not you know being ashamed about it. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's like really about. I think I read that it's not actually about her going to rehab, but it's just about like I don't remember what it what it is about, but because I don't know if she it was like at the time it was that she didn't want to go to rehab. I think mm. it was more about like because if you listen to like other parts of the song, it's also about like love, like mm-hmm. all of her songs. It could are. be a metaphor for yeah. sure. But, like, she did go, I think she has, she was in rehab. She was in rehab a few times, but also, like, her dad, like, it's funny, though, because her dad was also the reason why she didn't go. Like, Mm. he was the one who said he didn't want her to go to rehab, so, like, I don't know. That's true, and she does say, my daddy says I don't have to, right? Yeah. So, I think, I mean, it's probably, like, dog, dog running around. It's probably, like, a, a compilation of just, like, experiences yeah. with, like, her her relationship with her yeah. father and just, like, her drinking and stuff. That's so, true. I'm sure it's not, like, directly just one One time. instance of her being, like, I don't want to go to rehab. Yeah. But it's also, like, I don't know. It's, like, actually such a great song, and it, sometimes it bothers me that it's, like, this joke. It is and, kind like, of, like, a meme in a way. Yeah. Like, I mean, before, like, memes kind of existed, yeah, yeah. it was, like, a bit of a meme, because I... I have, like, a distinct memory. Like, don't ask me why I remember this, but in health in seventh grade, we had to create, like, uh, like anti-drug yeah. video, and people would always use yeah. the, that song as the song for it. Well, I think, okay, I think I figured out what I was trying to say. It's not that it bothers me that it's a joke, because that's kind of funny, honestly, to, like, use it for that. Yeah, but I, I think, think she that, was a like, funny person. Yeah. She didn't, like, want everything to be serious yeah. either. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I think it's that, like, you can mistake it for Amy Winehouse being, like, someone who, like, is, like, a drug addict and needs to go to rehab. Because really what she, ever, what she went to rehab for was, like, alcohol mm-hmm. and never really drugs. That wasn't, like, her main thing, although she was involved in drugs. But I think it's, like, there's so much to Amy and I feel like sometimes someone will just just know only rehab and then be like, Amy Winehouse is, like, this person. Well, yeah, you know? it did create an issue. Like, obviously, I don't think when she was writing the song, minor cat interruption. Well, I think I, when she was writing it, she wasn't thinking about, like, oh, like, like she didn't think, like, that was going to be her last album. Like, she didn't think that, that oh, was going to be the sure. last big single. And, like, you I know. I don't even think she thought that was going to be the big single. Yeah. Oh, you know? well, yeah. So it's, like, it's weird. It's sad in a way that you're saying it's just, like, you only know Amy's and Winehouse's name for, like, that kind of yeah. sad, tragic death, and you only know the song Rehab because it's about her, like, addiction. So yeah. it's, like, I'm I not also, trying to erase that from yeah. her because that is, like, a part of her life. Oh, but, sure. you know, it's, she's also a lot more than that. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say, but I think that's a super fair point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I do, but, all, I yeah. do know all the lyrics to it. 
It's no, it just gets stuck in your head, yeah. and it's definitely like funny because it has like a very like bright like sixties doo-wop girl. That's what I was gonna say. Is that the song is so good? So like, if the song wasn't that good, I don't think anybody would know it. Yeah. Like I and I think like it would be like oh like these are the lyrics like rehab haha ha, ha. but it's actually a really good song mm-hmm. so like the reason that everybody knows it and is like oh i can like know like the funny lyrics or like mm-hmm. oh they tried to make me go to rehab but i won't go is like because the song is actually really good too and, and you can so, like it's so catchy yeah. so like such a vibe but the lyrics are like they're not super serious like it is kind of yeah. you know she's being a little sarcastic a little bit like and she's like that and if my daddy thinks i'm fine that's what she said yeah which is about her dad which is true Although I kind of, like, I don't hate her dad. Like, I was reading about him a little bit, and he seems like... It's hard to say. I mean... He seems like he was supportive of her where he needed, in certain ways mm-hmm. that were positive. Maybe not completely positive yeah. influence, but, like, what was I reading about? Oh, just that, like... Well, she oh, he really... wrote a book about her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. which I think is, like, interesting. And wrote something about her that I thought was, like, kind, but also, like, revealing of her character in a way that was, like, good. And, like, mm-hmm. made her seem, like, really positive person. Which she was, you mm-hmm. know? Um, what was I saying? Next track? Well, I-, I wanted to say that... So, the music video. It has a music video. Rehab has oh, a music right, video. Right. Um, it's a cool music video, and I feel like it's very, like... It fits a back-to-black album vibe very much. Like, like the photo shoot for the album, it's, like, very similar. Because she's just, like, in this apartment that's kind of, like, falling apart. And, like... The band is like around her playing. It's, it's so good, and she's like sitting on the steps, and she like goes a couple different places. And I think that the outfits is very like centralized, like the back to black look. Yeah, and well, I, I don't know. It, it definitely looks like what she's wearing in the album cover, or at least yeah. like the vibe of the album cover. But it's also just a very simple video, it and is. she's directly like looking at the camera and being like, "I yeah. don't want to go to rehab." Like it's yeah. very just like it feels like her, no, nothing too like yeah. extravagant. Or anything and just having like the live like and it's not yeah there. I think it's all about the song you know it's not like an alternate story it's kind of where like some of them some of her music videos are which I think are cool mm-hmm. but it's like all about like just like singing the song and like having the vibe which is cool having the vibe having the vibe <laughs> um second track two you know I'm no good you know I'm no good I absolutely know all the lyrics to this song um like by heart yeah and I like it's I don't know it's just weird that I know the lyrics um, cause it's a funny one, but I, what I love and I want to point out about the lyrics in this one, probably one of the reasons why I was able to remember it mm-hmm. is because it tells a story. And I think that like, she's really unique in the way she uses her lyrics to tell a story because she just kind of like, it's almost like she's just talking to like someone and she's being like, this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm-hmm. And now this is the way I feel about you. But it's like such an like intact story. And oh, yeah, it's, it's like very, really a full picture yeah, of what happened. A really good storyteller in her lyrics. And I think oh, yeah. like. This song is, like, one of the, like, most incredible examples. Yeah, I feel like her lyrics are kind of underrated sometimes because you just focus on, like, her voice singing it. Like, you don't even think about the lyrics. Like, she could just be saying nonsense and I'd enjoy it, but definitely, But I think what makes you enjoy it that much more is that it's, like, brilliant. Like, it's kind of, like, her lyrics are amazing. Even if it's about, like, this, like, life that, like, most people would see as, like, trashy. It's, like, still, like, so meaningful. And I love It's definitely, like, being self-deprecating. Yeah. In a lot of the songs, she's like that. Yeah. But, but in a way where she, like, no, she's very, like, self-aware, which mm-hmm. I think is really charming. I think that's just, like, um, the general vibe of just being, like, self-aware on the whole album. Yeah. Just, like, honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, very honest, very honest. 
Um, and the music video, this also has a music video. I think this music video is really cool because it's got like a noir type film feel. It's like very dynamic lighting and like this guy is like following her around and hunting her down and it's like she's just kind more, of like yeah. this femme fatale and it like it's definitely more something more storyline yeah. compared to rehab video. Yeah. But it pretty much sticks to the lyrics, which I think is a really good like evidence for the fact that the lyrics are so much of a story because like they were able to just like throw a couple things together and like there's this whole story because of the lyrics and mm-hmm. that's cool, you know? I think yeah. that's really effective. I feel like a lot of pop songs work in the reverse where it's just where it's not necessarily about a specific thing, but they mm. create a music video that's like very extravagant and there's yeah. a storyline that may not relate to the song. Yeah. As I don't know. The first, when you said that for some reason I thought of the one that got away by Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the song is about nothing, but the music video No, is like, I literally had I wasn't visiting a <laughs> Katy Perry song. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not kidding you. Like I feel like all of music videos are just like random yeah. shit happening. But oh, yeah. that's still good too. It's just a different yeah. thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Katy Perry fan, but that's fine. I don't really have anything against her though. I like California she's, girls. She's a little problematic, but I've I don't care for current Katy Perry, but yeah. like Okay, California girls yeah. is about. Okay. No, I still I still have to old Katy Perry. Um, and the outfits are slightly more refined in this one. They're still like Amy outfits. Yeah. But they're like kind of chosen for each scene it feels like a characterized amy where mm-hmm. like yes where like if she had to be like casted in a movie yeah. of amy like that that would be the or, amy like they wrote a, a character that was like amy wine yeah like that was yeah for sure that's a really good way to describe that okay next track next track me and mr jones mm-hmm. so fun memory when i was like a kid and I went to the summer camp, and my parents came to the summer camp. That sounds weird, but it was, like, a music thing. It was, like, at Ithaca College, Suzuki. Like, <sighs> if you know what Suzuki is, you might, like, get that. Um, but, and I was, like, five, so I couldn't go to, like, a, a music camp without my parents when I was, like, five, you know. Um, and basically, we would get, like, these studio apartments, which, like, college kids live yeah like college Damn, kids lived wait. in but like like on campus apartments oh, okay. like you know what i mean yeah so it yeah. wasn't really that nice but it was like oh, was it like wait what's where was this ithaca oh, okay yeah ithaca college yeah so it was like college studio apartments but like you lived in it for the summer it was pretty cool like i don't know and it was like only a few weeks it wasn't that long but um my parents like i remember my parents would like play me like when we were in there like i, don't, I guess they brought like a cd player or no ipods they were ipods uh, back then right <laughs> yeah ipods um and they would like my mom had amy on her ipod that was like one of the things and she would put her on when they were like cooking dinner but then whenever me and mr jones came on they were like they would run to it because like the first line is like what kind of effery are we yeah. I'm bleeping and Wait, I'm like yeah. I can I can picture it just like yeah them just like running to it and be like oh and I feel like I've heard like I had heard it once or twice and they were like whoops and just like changed well, it's to funny the next you mentioned that line because now that's like a TikTok that line are you serious yeah like people use that line like I'm on TikTok how did I miss this I don't know, maybe maybe it's like a dated I'm not now. on TikTok I'm like I she have a TikTok videos. account no 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 videos, no guys. I do not um <laughs> I'm not TikTok famous. Genic. Genic, what? Like photogenic, oh, but like okay. TikTok genic. No, I don't, I do not post videos, but uh, yeah, no, they, they were using that sound for a while, like specifically that line. I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah. Actually, maybe I have seen that before. You probably have. I was like iconic, because um, I mean, it's iconic. Um, but anyways, we were talking about but Mr. Me and Mr. Jones. Me and Mr. Jones. This is one of the funniest songs, though. I yeah. think this is like 
such a funny song. Well, I'm always biased to songs that have, like, Jones in it. Like, that song yeah, by Counting Crows. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like, what's that song by Counting Crows called? Like, Mr. Jones and Me or whatever. Is that I song? Okay, well, there's another song by Counting Crows that I don't, I don't, like, know Counting Crows, but I know that song and I know it's by it them. Jones. Yeah. So I'm always biased towards songs that talk about the last name Jones, because that's my last name if you didn't it's know. It's kind of common, so. So, I mean, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just let me have this. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I always just like the song because that, that, that little detail. And yeah. Do we talk about it on camera? I mean, not on camera. We're on camera. We're on microphone. This is recorded. Anyways, after I realized that I could listen to the song without my parents knowing, or just like I could, because like, who cares? Censorship. Boo. Um. Yeah, well, she wanted to name it Fuckery. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. You can say it. It's okay. <laughs> but that's really funny. I didn't know that. But, but they didn't um, let her because like, yeah. obviously... Oh, yeah. Queen. Love queen. that. Okay. But then it's, like, one of my favorite tracks now. I love it. It's such a good track. Like, yeah. it's actually so good. My parents used to say that, too. They used to say it's a really good song, but, like, you can't listen to it. Which, like, <sighs> F-bombs kind of freaked me out which I was, when I was a kid. I don't know why. I, I couldn't even say the word, like, sexy. <laughs> so, like, like, high school. I, like, I think I literally was so, like, scared of saying, like, any sort of bad word. Like, I couldn't say, like, hell. Like, I was scared of hearing bad words. <laughs> I thought, like, it was literally, like, cursing someone. Like, when you curse them, you're literally, <laughs> you're, like, like giving them a, cursing them. Oh, my God, like... Well, you were saying, like, I hope... Like, to me, dropping the F-bomb was, like, saying, I hope you die. Like, literally, oh that's God. what my child brain thought. I know that's like, traumatic, right? My childhood was, like, very calm, but equally traumatic. <laughs> like, minor mental, like, battles. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. Next track. Just Friends. Just Friends. Which I'm gonna play, because... I've always loved this one. Definitely, like, the most underrated yeah. on the album. When I was, when I got into this album, like, on my own, this was one of my favorite songs. I remember having it on my iPod, because I didn't have all the tracks on my iPod, which was, like, lame. But, like, it's fine. I'm but up. this one was, I know. I was, like, I don't know, how old is this, sixth grader? Like, 12? <sighs> so, who cares? Um, but this is a great song. When will we get the time to be? It's never safe for us, not even in the evening. Cause I've been drinking, not in the morning. Where you're Iconic. That also, it's called The Flick. Is that what it's called? The Flick? Like, it's, a, it's like a reggae sound that's oh. like used in punk rock it's used in like soul like the, dun, the, dun, the, dun, the, yeah. the yeah i think you it's know called that. like yeah okay you're probably kind of right, like yeah it just like it's syncopation in a way but it's also maybe that's not the flick because that's like whatever we've talked about Some, it before like reggae experts can be yeah. like these well my dad is gonna be like this is what it is and i'm gonna be like okay i'm sorry um <laughs> but yeah, I love, like, it does kind of have reggae sound, which I think is, like, incredible. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of her tracks have, like, some, like, yeah. little reggae well, sprinkling. in England, this is something that, like, shows the English side of it. Reggae is actually, like, super influential in a lot of music in England. Like, a lot of English music, more than American music, much more than American music. Although it That makes is sense. In, yeah, it is influential in the U.S. as well. But, um, There's a lot of immigrants from the Caribbean. Yeah, in, in England, yeah. Well, like... Uh, Lily Allen has a lot of, like, reggae sounds. Oh, yeah. Like, and she's... A lot of people, like, compare her to Amy yeah. Winehouse because they're, like, solo British mm-hmm. female 
artist, but... Lily Allen is a much different sound. But yes, when I was a kid, Spotify used to be like, you like Amy Winehouse, so you should listen to Lily Allen. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, like, in a lot of Clash music, like, British class, British punk music, I was thinking about The Clash, because um, oh, one particular song. But in a lot of British punk music, they use reggae yeah. beats, and that's, like, because it's important. But um, anyways, enough about the reggae. Um, the lyrics are funny because she's talking about, like, not being able to be alone with this person. Cause not being able to sleep with this guy who, like, because they're just friends. And, like, he already has, like, somebody, which is, like, I mean, that's, like, true in her real life. But well, it's, yeah, like, it's, like, a, you can, it's, like, a direct experience yeah. in this case. Yeah. But it's, like, it's also funny because she's, like, being, like, oh, we can't be just friends. And it's, like, clearly you don't want to be just friends, you know, which is, like, kind of funny. But also, um, there's a line I want to point out that I love, but I'm not going to because it's inappropriate. But I think it's such a funny line. And, like, <sighs> it's one of those things where it's, like, oh, this is such a sweet song. And then you're, like, oh, she just said that? Like, that's really funny. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of her songs are just, like, wait. That's what, what she said? <laughs> yeah. So. This is one of my favorites, though, which is why I wanted to play it. Um, yeah. I just think it's so. Not the most known. Yeah. Off the album. There's, like, so many. Like, half the songs on this album are, like did well on the charts just on their yeah. own like oh yeah for sure um so like not doing well on this album is like comparably still doing really doing well, well. Yeah. um and the music video there is a music video for this one. Oh. and it but it's I, it might have been made after she passed away i noticed they had like random like compiled Actually, videos this I, one was like called a music video though yeah. But it was, like, it was compilation-esque music video. Of, like, her doing live performances. So it wasn't necessarily, like, a video, like, a music video shoot. Yes. But yeah. It wasn't, like, a shoot, but it was, like, like, on YouTube it was, like, called a music video. I don't know. But it was, it was still cute. And it was, it had a sweet vibe to it. And she was singing the song in the video. So, like, I don't know. There was, like, there a, was, like, a theme to the video. So that's mm-hmm. why I kind of, like, felt like it was made for that. Also, I lied. It was made, it was made before her death. So, like. It was like it was like yeah, and then the next track. Do you know what it yeah, is? Yeah, back to black. The title track on this yes, album. Baby. Yeah, but that's like the back to black. That's the title track, and I okay. I literally wrote in all caps drama next to this because this song is so iconic because it is it is it's just all about the drama, and I love that. I love it for that. You know, it's definitely like. I feel like this is one that's a little less from experience and more about dramatized version of life. Anyways, um, like, I feel like it's kind of, like, maybe something she kind of experienced, but also, like, a dramatic version of it, which I think is great. Well, it's a really good, like, all-encompassing of the theme. Like, obviously, it's the name of the the album, too, but just kind of, like, the theme of, like, embracing darkness, like, literally going, going back to black and just is the theme of yeah and a reference the album. i think it has to do with like the effects of like drugs and alcohol as well because like i always interpret it as like she says you go back to her and i go back to black meaning like she goes back to drinking and like relying yeah. on substances well, for, black like, is a really just like general term i w- yeah just like bad <laughs> yeah 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 or going back to like to or like dependence, you know, like dependency yeah. on or like, just like your your fears, your yeah. oh for sure insecurities, like your all your flaws and bad habits. Mm-hmm. But it's I love the like okay, so there's like this whole metaphor to it too because black is what you wear to a funeral, right? And the music video is great. It's an actual music video. Definitely um, her best music video, in my opinion. Really? It's not my favorite one, but 
I do think it's a really good one. I think it's her um, most just like cinematic. Yeah, for sure. Her most cinematic yeah. music video. Um, I see. I like the tears dry on their own music video the best, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. But anyways, like literally at the end, like she's going to a funeral. Like the whole music video is her going to a funeral, which I think is like really interesting because like when I was a kid, I would always think about like like when you first think like back to black or like I'm going I don't know it just like made me think of like funerals too mm-hmm. and I guess oh well there's that whole section in the song where it's like the organy part where it's like black and she's yeah, like black, it feels like black. you're in like, like a, a like a chant like yeah a, like, like a, a religious chant. Our funeral ceremony you know like it's yeah. very like yeah. it's very sad actually yeah but I mean because it is based on the fact that her like her boyfriend then broke up they broke up and then he went back to yeah. His well, this person he was also kind of dating well, simultaneously. Like yeah. yeah. It was. It's her life's weird, but Com- complicated situation. But yeah, no, I love how like they really play up like the retro. Like you kind of said film noir for the other one, but like I feel like they really play it up in this one with yeah. like the it's in black and white. I feel like it feels more like fifties almost mm. or fifties sixties like kind of like especially like the way like the shots and stuff like feels more like. Like, the way, oh, there's, like, this totally iconic thing in, like, the 50s. You think of, like, Rebel Without a Cause. Mm. It's, like, this kind of, like, over-dramatized movie. But they're actually, like, also good movies. Um, and I think this kind of captures that. Whereas, like, um, You Know I'm Not Good has, like, the film noir thing of, like, the 40s of, like, which is, like, it is, it's, like, a different style of shooting and a different kind of, like, vibe. But I feel like it's it's similar because they, like, came right after each other. But it, like, I feel like it captures more of, like, that over-dramatized, like, on the waterfront. You know, like, all those, like, James Dean or, like, Marlon Brando movies where it's, like, all about being dramatic mm-hmm. and having, like, the gorgeous leading lady and, like, the handsome leading man. And it's, like, you know, Really, like, like death and funerals are very, like you know, a kind of iconic thing to, like, dramatize yeah. and, like, make as, like, the big, like... Yeah, which all those movies uh, did, yeah. I just, so. I love the opening scene where it's, like, her just, like, sitting on the chair and it's just, like, a close-up of her face and then it's yeah. just, like, the story plays on. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Next track? Next track. Love is a Losing Game. Losing which game. I almost decided to play, but I decided not to. We haven't gotten to the ones you decided to play. No, we haven't. Uh, yeah, they're all at the end. They're back-to-back. Yours are back-to-back. Oh, okay. um, but Love is a Losing Game is a really good song. That's, yeah. That one breaks my heart the most, Yeah, that one's really sad. Yeah. Um, definitely, like, after Back to Black, things get, like, slower yeah. and sadder the second half of the album. For sure. And then the last track is like, never mind! <laughs> I love weed! <laughs> um, well, that's a bonus track, Addicted. Is it? Yeah. I found oh, that out, legit. like, afterwards, but... I didn't know that. Yeah, but... Um, but still, it's a bop. Um, Love is a, a Losing Game. I think also it's, like, the... F- Just Friends isn't really a slow song, so it's, like, the first slow song. Well, like, and slow it's and like, sad. Yeah, it? like, it has sad lyrics, whereas, like, the other ones do, but it's actually slow, too, which, like, makes it, like, really unique. I think it's one of, like... It's kind of alone in that. Well, it kind of, like, sets the tone for the next... The second half of the yeah. album. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it does, like, represent a change yeah. in tone. And it also, um... It kind of goes back to, like, it has a very standard jazz form, which I think is interesting, where it's, like, it has, like, the verse through the chorus is, like, a part, and it repeats it three times, which is something that happens on a lot of, like, jazz standards, um, and, 
But what it does is it, like, gives her the ability to play with the lyrics and play with, like, the rhythm or, like, she can do, like, runs and stuff. Like, my dog. Uh <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, like, she... It's, like, love is a losing game, love is a losing hand, love is a fate resigned. Like, those are the three different versions of this, like, same verse and chorus mm. that she does. But, like... I don't know. It's very, like, it is very jazz standard. And I love that about it, too. I think because it's slow, you can really, like, focus on the lyrics yeah. of the song. And, like, that's, like, the, the highlight yeah. of it. And so, like, she's, like, ugh. I love the line where she's, like, even though I battle blind, love is fate resigned. So she's, like, I'm pretending not to know that, like, I know what the outcome is, but I know what the outcome is. Because, like, I have no choice. And it's, like, that's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love it. It also has one of those compilation-y movies, music videos. Yeah, I was confused by that, but, but I think it's, it's a cool real... because it starts with, like, just her eyes, like, the iconic look of her eyes, and she opens them, and it's like... Do you know the, the documentary, Amy? Yes. It's, like, the same... It's a very similar shot, which was, like, you know, her eyes are super iconic in this mm-hmm. era, so it was, like... Yeah. No, I love that movie yeah. poster. Yeah. It's so great i haven't seen it and i feel it's like on netflix i know Go watch it i know i, I just will. watched it yesterday oh really yeah i'm like such an amy winehouse nerd i'm like why haven't i watched this before yeah but like it's it's so sad though so like yeah. well i think that's why i've put it on yeah it's so many years yeah it's like definitely like focus on the more like yeah. darker parts and i think also i always had like an attachment to this character that i created of her mm. from when i was a kid so like knowing the real her would like ruin it a little bit but also, I feel like I've slowly, like, exposed the real her to myself already, so, like, I'm okay. But, like, I want to watch it. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I totally feel that. Like, especially, I think, a lot of the artists I, like, idolized when I was younger, they definitely had a certain, like, persona that mm-hmm. I knew them as, or yeah. just, like, through their music, because I, you know, I wasn't, like, watching, like, interviews or anything, like, as a kid. I was just, I was purely, purely just listening to the music of artists. I did yeah. not delve into their real lives. So, yeah, no, definitely, it's, like heavily focused on her her life yeah. obviously it's a documentary yeah but yeah it, it's a lot okay and Next tears one. dry on there ah yes that's the one i chose to play it's like a more well-known track but i thought we could throw in it's one not in the there. most well-known one yeah though. obviously yeah like yeah. rehab back to black those yeah. are the the big ones but yeah this one's like you know i'm no good is also super well known because she did it she did a version with Ghostface Killer. Yes. Um, which is the one I knew when I was a kid more, which is weird. But um, it's fine. Um, but this actually, when I was a kid, this was my favorite one. I which love I still this. like. It's like still one of my favorites. But it's like, then there was when I had like a, you know, like you'll have a phase with like an album or like a movie, and then like you like have the phase again later in life. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Okay. That was like the second time I had like I listened to this album. When I was older, I have a different favorite song, but I still the song like has a special place in my heart, and I also like it's such it needs to be in like movies, like it needs like it, it feels needs to be very at coming, the end of a like, movie, very, you know, yeah, yeah. very like finalized, yeah. and just which is why it's funny that it's not the end, but it's. Stress the man when there's so many real things at hand. 
We could have never had it all. We had to hit a wall. So this is never to fall. I didn't realize that this sampled Ain't No Mountain High Enough until I then listened oh. to Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I and mean, of course it samples it because it's the same chord progression. Yeah. Like it's so, like when you like hear it back to back. That's why like, I like Ain't No Mountain High Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm like, wait, no wonder I love this song so much. Like, yeah. Oh, it reminds me of that. But yeah. No, it's a, the lyrics are a lot more hopeful compared comparatively to. It's so funny though because to me songs. it's sadder. Okay. Like, it's, well, it's not like, it's the kind of thing where it makes me want to cry more, mm. but not because it's sadder, but because it's like, I'll just move on. But it's like, she doesn't want to move on. And that's what's really sad about it, is that she's like, yeah, I'll move on tomorrow, but like, right now I'm just gonna suffer. You know? I don't know. That's like so, ugh, painful, but yeah. like, beautiful. Yeah. Poor Amy. I know. I but know, this yeah. music video is my favorite. Because it kind of, it's really fun and it kind of goes through two things. And it goes from, like, her walking down the street, which is so the verb, Bittersweet Symphony. But it's also, like, she does her own thing and, like, people, like, run into her and are kind of rude to her. And it's, like, funny because she's just, like, singing this, like, really heartfelt song. But I also always, like, this song is such, like, a walking down the street No, I was just going to say, it really does feel like you, like, get up and you, like, start walking. Like, it feels like a a sunny day you walk down the street. And... She's saying, like, he walks away, the sun goes down, he takes a day, I'm grown, and it's, like, he's walking away into the sunset. And, like, I, like, always, every time I listen to the yeah. song, I see that, you know, and that's, like... I love the video, too, because it, like, it feels like a very good, like, documentation of yeah. just, like, a average kind of, like, living. Yeah. And just, like, the... Well, her in the hotel room yeah. after, too, and, like, being alone, and it's, like... I don't know. It's, it's a, very it's, simple, yeah, but it, it like very it gets yeah no, it's very powerful and like gets the like the the point of the song. And I, I think it's perfect for the song. Like I think yeah. that's like all of the music videos are like perfect for the song, but this one like just hits home for me. Yeah, none of the videos are super like cinematic. Yeah, but yeah, but that's what works. Yeah, so no, it, yeah, it works with just like the very like rawness. Yeah. And so the next one is "Wake Up Alone." His fears in my dreams, seizing my thoughts. He, he floods me with dread. So he swims in my eyes by the bed. Pour myself over him. Moon spilling it. And I wake up alone. Well, okay, I do know all the words in Tear tears dry on their own i do know all the words to this one but um i don't know it's also just like it's another one that's like sweet but kind of like sad in the way that it's sweet mm-hmm. i guess let's Bitter listen to sweet. it yeah anyways okay yeah. so we were talking about the drum beat in that song is so classic just like 50 like feels like a 50s slow song yeah. and then you have like the background singers going ah. yeah if it weren't for the lyrics it literally could be from like the 50s well that's like what a lot like a lot of our songs are just yeah. like the lyrical content different yeah. than the instrumentation but that almost makes it better it's yeah. not like one of the, it's not just like cheesy it's so meaningful mm-hmm. well it feels like a direct it feels like a direct continuation from the last song where she's like i'm keeping busy so like the last song she was like she the, the person left yeah and now she's like kind of dealing with the aftermath see i feel it. like this is like she's back involved with the person to me this is always like the whole thing is that he's with her at night but then she wakes up alone mm. So, like, he's there. 
He just doesn't ever, like, stay I until the morning. didn't catch that. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. But not that I'm right. Just, like, I know that that's what she's saying because, like, that's also what she means. Oh, maybe. No, I, it could mean something else, too. That's just always what I thought it meant. Yeah. But that's interpretation, you know? Like, well, it could just, like, mean wake up too. alone, the title. Just... Yeah. Is also heartbreaking for her. Yeah. But, um, A lot of these songs are just, yeah. like, absolutely heartbreaking. Something, yeah. <laughs> something else I love about this song, though, is that I could argue that there is no real chorus because the whole chorus is, like, a buildup. And then, like, the only chorus is, like, and I wake up alone. Well, it's like Before a wonky, that, it's just, like, yeah. building up to it. It's a wonky setup where you have yeah. just, like, the long instrumentation. Yeah. And then, like, she finally starts singing after, like, 20 seconds. So yeah. it's just, like, a, a different song structure. Yeah. Which is cool. No, but I like that about it. Yeah. No, she, like, changes changes it up. Yeah. Which also makes it pretty um, 50s because, like, in 60s. Because the, the 60s were very experimental with music, so, like... You know, they played with, like, what a pop song could be, which I think she does. Just cool. Yeah, well, that's cool, because, like, I feel like the 50s is kind of, like, the birth of pop music, mm. but, like, she's also in her own way, like, redefining pop by taking that yeah. sound back. So, it's For like, sure. it's like a cycle. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It is a cycle. So, then the next one is Someone Holy War, which mm-hmm. is such a great track. Yeah. I love, have you ever listened to the slowed down version? No. There's, like, another version where it's, well, it's like, like, the demo or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but it's really, it's, like, slower tempo, and it's, like, it's just really good, too. Like, I don't know. It's, like, not better, but it just, like, has a different vibe because it's slower. Has its own appeal. Yeah. This song, I don't know, it just, like, has an interesting story as well. Also, I want to say Wake Up Alone has, like, a very, it has the same thing, like, where it has a very storyline. Like, you can, like, see a story Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah, I feel like Unholy War is not necessarily a storyline. It's more about just, like, the general, like, relationship problems of, like, having... Yeah a war yeah in your with your partner yeah or like having to like i don't know i'm not gonna gonna explain it well so i'm gonna stop there (laughs) but yes i agree with you so next track next track is my current favorite track on this album just because it's so it's so overlooked and it's so it's so good it's so good and it's heartbreaking it's definitely like second favorite for me yeah it's absolutely devastating like the the lyrics oh my god literally like just like heartbreaking but here it is he, he can only hold her he thinks what she wanted from I think one of the greatest things is it's definitely like a major at least half of it is like a very major chord structure and then like with this like heartbreaking song which is always such a good combination it'd be like hey upbeat that's a winning like, combo yeah and right then like there. breaking your heart with the lyrics yeah, I love the part where it's like da, da, yeah da, like the background the come down yeah 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 because it like builds it kind of like it's like a mountain it's like it goes do 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 and then it goes do 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 which is like so that's what makes it heartbreaking. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, so, it's a perfect song. It's, the, like, the first song where she's not speaking in first person. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. And, well, technically, this is this is the last song, right? Because after this is Addicted. Yeah. Which I didn't know was the it is the last track, song. Yeah. But it's kind of, like, 
interesting if like she sums it up in like third person as like she's moved on like she's a onlooker at this like situation that she's like moved on from and now it's like a he she where she can yeah is now talking about it from the present and i think it's also like interesting how we understand the female character's position that she's like is attached to somebody else and is attempting to get over that person but isn't really su- successful but we also see like the male perspective where he's like in love with her but not getting anything from her and doesn't really know what to do about it and i like that's almost more heartbreaking mm-hmm. is to like be like aware of this guy's situation like yeah that he can't that's why it's such a perfect yeah. way to like sum up like the storyline it's just like a yeah. complete like perspective and i love the way, like, the name of the, t- the title of the song is so perfect, because it's, like, he can only hold her, and she says he can only, he can only hold her for so long, and I think that's such, like, a good way to put it, because it's, like, it's not like he can only have her, it's, like, he can only, like, hold her for so long, which can be, like, metaphorical, but, like, can also just, it's like, so like, physically, yeah, it's, oh, <sighs> devastating. Yeah, well, also just, like, kind of, she's not, you know... She's not, like, the good character in all of this. Like, she's, yeah. you know... Well, she has her faults. She's, yeah, so she's... she owns up to them, which is, like... Exactly. So yeah, so she's not, you know, he's not the only bad guy in this. Like, she also is not yeah. doing great things herself, so... Yeah. Yeah, and this guy is facing that, too. Okay, and then Addicted, which addicted. I love Addicted. Um, it's just, like, I've said this, like, three times throughout <laughs> this, but she's literally just, like, I like weed... So your man cannot come around and take my weed there, and I'm like, yeah, good for you, Amy. I like, didn't realize that it. was the like, yeah, what I was talking about. But she says, I love it even more. when your boyfriend tell your boyfriend next time he's around to bring his own weed and don't wear my shit down. <laughs> that's what she says, and it's like cool. Well, it's it's honestly your friend's boyfriend can. I like that. That's time. also an ending because like yeah. it definitely feels like a little bit sweeter than just yeah. like total despair. Well, then it's not about her and a guy. It's like yeah. her and her friend, and she's mad at her friend's boyfriend, and she's like, "You need to do something about this." Mm-hmm. And like I like that. It's like here's my life outside of like just this one yeah. bad relationship. Yeah, because she's more than just that. She is, and that's what I love about Frank too. Is Frank is like even though it came before, it almost feels like more. You know, because everyone already knows Back to Black, so, like, if you go to Frank, it's kind of, like, more. Here's more to Amy, you mm-hmm. know? And I love that about it. So check out Frank, too. I didn't prepare anything for Impact, but I want to say that she has literally impacted, like, every pop artist that came after her. I feel like, her. until I did this research, research I didn't realize, like, how much she's, like, changed, like, the pop world. Like, specifically, like, Lana yeah. Del Rey, like, oh, yeah. feels so... I feel like female artists have the ability to do so much more because of her. No, like, she really, like, paved the way for, like, being, like, un- an unconventional yeah. female pop, specifically pop artist or, yeah. like, mainstream artist. Like, yeah, there might have been, like, on the fringes some, like, kind of weird characters, weird female artists, but, like, she was, you know, topping the charts, but she, like, had kind of a weird sound and look to her. Yeah. Like, like, even, like, like Lady Gaga sounds nothing like Amy Winehouse, but, like, just, she was also a weird yeah. character, like, with her costumes and her looks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and I think Amy gave her the ability to do that, too. Even though they were almost contemporary, but, like, I think Amy came a little bit before her. Slightly. And, slightly. Yeah. And I think also something that Amy did was Amy came with her talent and her voice, you know? And it's, like, sometimes pop artists get chosen for their face or their ability to, like, I don't know, dance or something. Like, and I just think that Amy was like, no, what I'm good at is singing and making the music, and that was, and, like, like... writing, like, really honest yeah. lyrics. Like, 
Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. This might be a, a stretch, but just even like artists like Killer Swift, like writing all their lyrics, even like Drake, like writing like a lot of very like uh-huh. honest lyrics. Like I think that definitely like set the ear like the next ten years of like yeah. music of just having like very like self written honest lyrics. Yeah, that is so true. Like. Because when you think about songs, like we, we were saying before, songs from the 60s do not have honest lyrics. They yeah. have, like, textbook lyrics, you know? And I think you're so right that, like, Amy was one of the people who was like, here, even in pop music, you can, like, be real. Like, yeah, like, direct, like, yeah. honest lyrics from her life. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, what you wearing? So. <clears throat> or were wearing before we started recording. Yeah, I know. My hair is deflated since we recorded. Um, I'm wearing a black dress with polka dots on it with white polka dots so cute it feels very like kind of like pinup girl style i also like saw her wearing like a black dress with white polka dots in one of her performances so this is a direct inspiration i'm of course wearing a like puffed up hair because you have the perfect hair because finally my hair is good for something other than just being messy so yeah my hair like you should really perfectly. do this all the time, though. Like, I kind of want to. You should. Like, it works if so I easily with my hair. If like, I don't see you doing this next time, I'm going to be like, nah. And it just has the natural volume, so you don't have to tease it. And then I'm also I'm wearing sandals with a heel because she always wore heels. And just, like, a little sweater because I'm freezing. Also, I wore a belt, but I took it off. She wore pants, too, and they actually worked. Yeah. And your eyeliner. Did you see your yeah, eyeliner? Yeah, and then I borrowed... Emma let me borrow eyeliner, and I put a lot of it on my face. We're in my house. We didn't talk about that at the beginning, but we're, like, in my backyard. Yeah, Emma, what are you wearing? So, I did a little... We'll start at the top, right? I did a little, like, hair bump, too, with, like, my bump it, and it looks... Is really, it a real bump it? Yeah, it's, like, really small. <gasps> it's not a bump it. Not the brand, but oh. it's, like, a bump it. So, I got, like, a weird bump thing in my head. Um, and then I put, like, a clip in the back, because I thought that would be iconic, but actually it's being held up by a ponytail, which is funny. Oh, um, sneaky. And then, like, I did, my bangs are, like, center, but, like, I made them kind of side, because she, like, everything was, like, super side for her. Um, and then I put, like, a scarf in my hair, which worked, and then I realized halfway through recording this that I should have put all of my hair up, because that would have been iconic, but it's fine. And then I did, I tried to do, like, super Amy eyeliner. Um, cause I never do my eyeliner this big, mm-hmm. really big. And I put on false eyelashes and I took them off cause they are a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but they make me look crazy. So excited for that. Um, and you know, some lip gloss just a little bit. I think other than the eyes, she does it pretty simple. And then I have on this super tight dress. That's my mom's dress, but I felt like it was a very Amy print. No, it is. And definitely just, yeah. No, it feels like a very Amy kind of dress. Yeah. And having like, well, it's got like kind of like a lower neckline like it doesn't have a high neckline um and it's like tight fit dress mm-hmm. so it's like like mini tight fit. yeah yeah so it's definitely like in the realm of El- yeah. amy um and a the bunch bangles. of bracelets that are making a lot of noise this whole time the um, hoops some rings some hoops and then some sandals because i guess she just wore sandals like 24 7 she just wore like the highest heels Ever. Highest, oh yeah she wore a lot of heels yeah but i don't this was like the best thing that yeah i, I don't but really i know i did look at these and i was like oh that's very amy no um, they work they also just feel like you. 2000s to me yeah so i think that's why i bought them but um <laughs> yeah so that's what i'm wearing you look great so kiddos i don't know why i called you kiddos but it's fine with great aesthetic comes great responsibility i'm antonella i'm emma this has been more than meets the eye thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week with something new Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.